Cincinnati Insurance. This is Nick. How may I help you? Nick, this is Joey Jingola. Joey, what's going on, dude? What's going on, man? Did you just try calling me like a couple times and it didn't go through? I did. I was screaming at you. You didn't hear me. Yeah. Can you hear me now? This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. You know, my, my gut instinct when somebody's renewal rate goes up, it's not like, oh, let's just shop them. But, you know, if it goes up 10%, I kind of just kind of let it go. But when I'm seeing like 20 plus percent increase, I'm like, they're probably going to notice that. So I better be proactive so I don't have to be reactive. Yeah, as I continue to grow, it just become, it's becoming more and more of a problem. The business that stays is the business that pays or something like that, right? comes my good buddy Nick Thalhammer of Cincinnati's Insurance in Cincinnati, Ohio. And he's talking about, oh, the headaches, the problem that is becoming his renewal process. And what does it look like to maintain a healthy renewal environment while continuing to grow? And how do you manage that? Keep those expectations. Keep those policies on the books year after year after year. It's, it's the gift that never keeps on. It's the gift that keeps on giving, right? And that's why we. That's why we love insurance. Like most of us, is that that um, you know that uh, those renewals, right? The residual income, the reoccurring revenue, if you will, all of those fancy words. And so here's 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 what's fascinating, and this is where, you know, one Nick saying, all right, if it goes up twenty percent, well, they're gonna probably notice that. And yes, um, you know that's probably a good idea to to not let somebody get hit with a 20 or 30 or whatever percent increase not a fun time uh, although being being a health insurance guy i have to say i don't really i mean you haven't delivered a renewal until you've delivered a health insurance renewal i'm just saying i'm just saying try it sometime anyways um what's fascinating here and he's talking about you know how does how does he how does he solve this problem? He's not really talking. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into how Nick is solving this problem. But this, of all of the things, this is one of the things I'm most excited about because I, I the, uh, it's it's one of the easiest but not perceived easiest solutions that that is potentially available, and that is outsourcing your renewal quoting. I know. I'll say it again. Outsourcing your renewal quoting and I just I don't think that this is something that should be bogging Nick down now before we get into that before you start freaking out before things start really getting out of control and we say something to each other that we can't take back it's not probably as bad as you think it is right and what does that look like who's doing it how do you get somebody to to do the renewal quoting for you we've talked again I think we've talked about this in decent detail. Obviously, if you reference the the, the Modern Insurance Agency Blueprint episode from uh, last Monday, I believe that means nothing if you're listening at some point in time. It was, I don't know, uh, published on September the 3rd. Yes, September the 3rd. So if if you go back to September the 3rd, that's when that, that rolled out. But we definitely talked about that being squarely somewhere firmly placed in the middle of that process and really the question is though is 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 
If you're not outsourcing that process, are you really doing the best job that you possibly could? Yeah, that's what they were saying. Because he was like, yeah, our threshold's a little bit lower than yours. Well, I'm like, well, mine probably would be lower, but I can't sit there. And if I was doing it at 10% as opposed to 20, I would be driving myself nuts. But I mean, if they're going to be doing this for me, I could probably set the bar a little bit lower and keep a little bit better tabs on it. You never thought you would really want to set the bar lower, right? Well, in this case, yeah, lower is certainly better. And what Nick is saying here is, well, I, you know, I traditionally kind of let 20 be my guiding light, my threshold to whether or not I'm actually going to do this thing. And you know, some agencies just have their like, hey, we're, you know, we're doing policy reviews for everybody. Great. Um, Nick's saying, listen, if it's, if it's, you know, if it's 10%, I'm just going to maybe leave it alone. Uh, again, whatever your theory or process is, that's great. Here's the thing. Um, you know, if you're going to reach out and talk to everybody, cool, probably should do that. Maybe, I don't know. It's up to you. It's whatever works. And we'll get to what's working for Nick here in a second and how it's working, I guess I should say. But more importantly, more importantly is the fact that if you've got somebody in Nick's position and you're saying, listen, why well, I, I wouldn't normally renew or, or quote, you know, a 10% increase, but you know, if I've got somebody doing it for me and the conversation that we were talking about, the company that Nick was inquiring about doing such activities was Marble Box. We've talked about it. We've talked about them, you know, multiple times on the show. Uh, my good buddy, Ani Potter over there at Marble Box, just let him know. Hey, I was listening to the podcast and Joey was talking about Marble Box. Just let him know. Um, and you know, again, this is not a sponsored podcast or anything, although it's not. Um, just, just let them. So th this is where it gets interesting, right? They can do, you know, 10%. If, if Nick's having somebody else do it for him, well, he's, his clients are getting a better service because he has brought somebody on to, you know, do a job better than he can do it himself. They're more uniquely qualified maybe to handle this. And here's why this is the important part of why I think outsourcing the renewal quote itself is so important, how it breaks down, right? This isn't saying Marblebox is going to quote and contact a client. This is saying, guess what? If you're going to contact your client, we're going to guarantee that on X date, whether it's 30, 60, you know, 45, whatever the number that you've set, and if the threshold is 10%, 15, 9, 7.72, whatever the increased percentage is that you deem just intolerable, for your clients to experience and you want to make sure that you've got some fresh numbers to put in front of them. Actually in this scenario, I would probably depending on again, maybe the profitability of it, there's probably like a, Hey, if it didn't really go up at all, you're still going to want to talk to them, whether or not you want marble box, actually run your numbers. That's up to you, but you're going to have fresh numbers to say, Hey, listen, Mr. And Mrs. Smith, here's what's out there. And that's just going to show up. It's going to be there. Just imagine walking into your office and if this were like the old days and there was just renewals sitting on your desk, quotes, just ready for you to distribute and deliver. And maybe there's a world in which you've operated your agency to where that actually was a reality from the people inside your agency. You, sir or ma'am, would be one of the lucky ones from my experience of the people that I've discussed, you know, talked to 
in the industry. But now in this scenario, that just happens and it's sent to you and it's just waiting for you to open and then deliver like a present on Christmas morning. And it is magical. It's glorious. And that is something I feel like because it is available, that is something that can be done way more cost effectively than if you were to actually take the time to just run those numbers yourself. It's not something that is a high value, high skill thing. You've got a pretty good idea of the coverages that they want and that they need. You just need to have updated pricing from the companies. Of course, there's a few nuances there. There's there's a little bit of art to that science, but it's nothing that you can't work through. It's nothing that you can't say, listen, here's some preliminary renewal rates. <laughs> renewal rates. There we go. If you feel really passionate or strongly about one of these things, well, we can look to firm it up, right? And then from there, you can dive in maybe further if you wanted to really dig into it. And again, I'm not entirely too sure on how extensive Ani and the team has really gotten with this. Maybe they can, maybe they can't. I don't know, but there's plenty of options. But not doing it is is just really doing a job not as well as somebody else could and then ultimately impacting that overall retention. But I feel like I'm running overall at a, a pretty good retention ratio. I use EasyLink from my management system. It's funny because I don't have like an exact number of what my retention is, but it, it always gives me like a 90-day rolling average for the agency and per carrier, and it's always in typically like in the low 90s. So I think my retention's you know floating right around 91, 92%, which I feel pretty good about. I'd love to get it even better though. Wouldn't we all, Nick? Wouldn't we all? And yes, obviously, 93 is better than 90, or 93 is better than 92. There we go. 94 is better than 93. I think you get the point. Uh, increasing that retention even by a couple points is certainly going to pay dividends to the agency in the long term. But even then, even I would imagine, you know, just looking at it from the standpoint of, and I think this is one of the things that always kind of bug me about personal lines, guys. And I obviously I know that's a lot of you, um, home and auto PNC guys, I should say, um, is that it, the renewal always felt optional, right? It always just was up for. It was just up to your discretion. Is it high enough? Do I need to? Eh, I could probably get by without it. And a lot, in a lot of cases, in a lot of the cases, from what I've observed, from what I've heard from agencies, from agents, is that it is, and that we're not doing it, and that clients are not getting that annual review. There's not that yearly check-in, and that I think that's something that we should probably kind of, if we can make again, if it's a profitable line of business or if we can find a way to make it profitable if we can justify the time that is being spent on keeping that on the books but just think i guess where we're going with this is think beyond just the increased percentage points what it's going to do to impact just the overall experience that someone might get from your agency if you're contacting them every year obviously that you're keeping them fresher top of mind you're not wasting the time actually running the quotes you're just actually gonna have to get down um really to business and my buddy uh kurt that we had on oh boy i don't even remember the name of this episode i'm sorry kurt uh risk review is the name of his company they're not sponsoring this podcast either really just really just anyways um He's got a whole policy that you, or policy, a whole form that you can send out to your client to have them update any potential information that has changed. So you could have all of the, the the possible pertinent information, even maybe before the quote 
goes out to Marblebox and say, "Here, listen. Here's the things that change. We can, you know, adjust for for those factors. We can requote. We can re-rate with other companies based on the things that have changed from this year to last year. So you could already kind of do some legwork up front, get get that information, and then you know work that into the process to where you know you know Marblebox or somebody you're outsourcing." solution is quoting that updated information and then you're going to follow it up you're going to you're going to minimize the time again making this as kind of effective and efficient as possible uh, to then actually get on the phone with the client you know walk through that process or have them come into the office it's up to you whatever you really feel is necessary and really just make it a fine-tuned little machine and that's kind of what we're chasing. I think that's why I'm so excited is because it's these little moments. It's just, you know, sneaking and stealing back these little moments of time uh, that were just basically taking entire activities and removing them from that process to where, you know, you can leverage these things that are available. And, and you know, I would, you know, and what I think we talked about in the podcast with Kurt, and, you know, it's like you can automate that email to even go out, right? It's like, hey, listen, uh, 30 days, 60 days, whatever, 45 days, whatever you've determined, like that, you know, that frequency, you know, just have an automated email with a link to that form to where it's automatically sent out to them. You don't have to think about that. That information is coming back to you. You could even have that information automatically sent over to Marblebox or whoever. They're taking that in. They're factoring into the, all right, these are the things that have been adjusted. Again, if it's not automatically updated to your management system, you could have Marblebox or your outsourcing company update those those fields of information for you. So you're not even touching it to where maybe you just, again, part of that that fresh minted renewal dropping on your desk is you also get a list of things that have changed. These are things to discuss. Oh, hey, you guys got a dog. Great. How is Fido doing? Fantastic. Oh, you decided to you know put a trampoline in the backyard. Don't know why you would do such a thing like that. All of those fun conversations you can have, and it's all right there in your little renewal dossier. And, and that's, that's why I'm excited. That's why I get excited is because these are things where, you know, again, if we're, if we're fine tuning the agency, you just walk in, you sit down, you just open up your tasks, your calendar, whatever. If we're really cranking, if we're really rocking and rolling, maybe that renewal is already automatically scheduled because you've also sent out an email that's saying, hey, listen, Tim and Nancy Smith, uh, you know, it's, it's that time of year again. We're going to talk about your insurance. Um, you know, we've got the information collected here. Just grab a time on my calendar and I can't wait to talk to you about that. So again, you walk in, you sit down at your desk, you've got a renewal appointment. Only thing you've had to do up until this point is nothing besides pick up the phone and call them. I think, I think that's something that we could probably all get behind and really just get excited about the possibility of living in that insurance world. Come on, just take a minute and have a conversation about the level of shame that is accompanied when a Pringles can gets the best of you. I mean, we've all done it. It's all happened. I think we can safely assume that this is commonplace in society uh, but i'm just curious what your threshold is at what point does that realization hit you of like oh my god what just happened kind of like when you're you know at a crime scene or something like what have i just done at what point do you say to yourself i don't know how i don't know how this happened is it is it when you have to like tilt the can like when you go for the tilt you're like oh boy things get out of control <laughs> and, uh, and i'm not sure what to do uh, or is it is it my personal favorite move when you start to drink when you start to drink from the Pringles can? Personally, if I'm driving, this is a this is not a good look. 
but you just kind of you, you drive and you might get two at a time sometimes four or five and you're not really sure what to do at that point and then it just starts to look like you know a snake trying to swallow a mouse or something and uh, but I'm just curious at what point does it get out of control and you just say to yourself enough's enough I should put that lid on and I should move this thing away from me because we let's just be honest we've all taken a can down like really quick faster than we would ever admit to anybody it just happens sometimes I'm just curious or lays stacks if you prefer I'm not sure uh, they, they have a little more heft a little more weight to them which you know is sometimes appreciated JoyAgencyNation.com. I want to know, I just want to know, so we're all honest with each other, at what point does the Pringles can get real for you? And you just need to say, enough is enough. I need some respect in my life tomorrow morning, and I just, I can't, I can't do it. Uh, if you're looking for more respect in your agency, there we go. These segues are always planned. Head on over to AgencyNation.com slash newsletter jump on the newsletter spend sunday mornings with me uh also if you didn't know elevate tickets are going on sale so we're gonna be pumping out a ton of information through there stay tuned uh just yesterday uh we rolled out first uh first crack at tickets to the people that attended this past year in 2018 uh so 2019 tickets for elevate are are going to be on sale for the general public i believe Uh, As of this recording, you will be able to do that on September 12th, which is, if you're listening to it on the day this happened, tomorrow, uh, you can buy your very own Elevate 19 ticket to New Orleans, Louisiana, March 24th, 25th, and 26th if you go to elevateconference.com. That is elevateconference.com. So please... Uh, we're actually kind of right around the corner from the thing that sounds terrible and terrifying in some way, but also ridiculously exciting and uh, just exhilarating. So, uh, yes, do that. Get over, subscribe to the email, and then you'll be up to date on as we roll that out. But if you want to just, like, do it, I was there last year. Maybe you're one of the people who got the email. If you're like, man, I missed last year. I have to come this year. Elevateconference.com is your place to go.